This is FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford County's Place to Talk. We interrupt this program to bring you the following message. What if everything you've been told about money was a lie? It's time for the truth. Welcome to Financial Coaching Radio, where cookie-cutter financial advice just doesn't cut it. With your host, certified financial planner, Jason Qualls. He's giving it to you straight and pulling back the curtains on the financial advice industry. No hidden agenda and no one-size-fits-all baby steps. Only unbiased, objective help for your entire financial life. Tackling your money questions at 893-1450. And now, here's the host of Financial Coaching Radio. Commission-free, certified financial planner, Jason Qualls. What is up? Welcome to the show, giving you the truth about personal finance. This is Financial Coaching Radio, and I'm your host, Jason Qualls, certified financial planner, one of the only independent, commission-free financial advisors in Rutherford County. For all about me, check out Jason Qualls cfp.com that's j-a-s-o-n-q-u-a-l-l-s cfp.com if you want to jump in be a part of the show with a question a comment even a disagreement click email the show or any of the social media links at financialcoachingradio.com i got a good show lined up for today appreciate you being here locked in right here on wgns there's a stock picking app I'm sure there are others, but this is a stock picking app that's made its way to financial news. This app has apparently beat the S&P 500 by four times the last quarter. So let's pick apart the uh, statement there. It's just one quarter. Now, anyone can do it one quarter. You could put it all on black and put all your money, all of your life savings on black at the roulette table. And you win. That doesn't mean... That you are now an expert gambler. It's just one time. Got to do it more consistently. But this app, stock picking app, what it does is use your birthday. You enter your first name. You enter your birthday. Your investing experience in the app will deliver your investing fortune in the form of six stocks. I wonder what your name, your date of birth, and your investing experience has to do with what stocks it recommends. Because you think if the stocks were good, in general, they would be good for everyone. There are some things in this world that pair perfectly together but don't make any logical sense. PB&J, good old grilled cheese sandwich. The concept is as simple as is wacky. Download the app Bull and Moon. Enter your first name, your date of birth, and your investing experience in a digital astrologer. And this app will deliver your investing fortune in the form of six stocks. Here's what one pick looks like for a Scorpio born in 1970. What is a Scorpio born? Anyway, uh, you would get a recommendation to buy News Corp stock uh, and some other things. This is quite interesting, don't you think? Now we're sitting back getting stock recommendations randomly. Well, it, this kind of occurred to me. Why would this even work? Because obviously, someone's going to be born in the wrong month, have the wrong first name, and get some terrible stock picks. Unless they're just giving everyone the general same picks. Maybe everyone gets the same six, just in a different order. But maybe it is generated randomly. 
it's like the monkey throwing darts at the dartboard, right? You, you know, have you heard this story? And I don't know how often they do this anymore, but they used to. It used to be a very popular news story that came out on once or once a year, twice a year. There was this monkey, and I guess they trained him to throw darts. And on the dartboard, they would put a list of stocks out of the Wall Street Journal or whatever. And they would let him throw the darts. I don't remember how many darts he threw. One, three, ten. Don't know. But whatever stocks that the darts hit that the monkey threw, they would, they would simulate an investment portfolio with those stocks. And for many times, I remember reading the article, the stock-picking, dart-throwing monkey was able to beat many of many professional money managers or beat the general market in terms of the S&P 500. What is so special about a monkey that throws darts? Nothing except that it's random. And you have this app, this new app, Bull and Moon, I think that's what it's called, for your smartphone, smart device. Put in your name, your date of birth, your investing experience, whatever that has to do with anything, I guess this makes it random because everybody's experience is different. Everyone's going to answer the question differently. And you get some randomness to your stock picking. Could that be why there's some success, excuse me, delivered there from the app? Uh, let's see. The stock market is quite the evoker of emotion, so this app fits nicely in that. Bull Moon is 100% real, and the company published a white paper to back it up, taking a Leo born in August 18th, 1997, as an example. The six stocks identified by the app was the S&P 500 Index ETF, Jeffrey's Financial Group, Micron Technology, Take-Two Interactive, Verizon. Those stocks beat the S&P 500 with a 7.5% gain compared to a 1.7% return of the broad market benchmark. So before you get everything all in an uproar going, oh, you're going to try this and you're going to experiment with it. It's about like gambling. But think about this. Anytime, if you're looking at the S&P 500, or you're looking at just the general index with no cost, just what you see on the TV or the news, or you're comparing an S&P 500 ETF or index fund, the returns are going to be very similar, by the way. You have to think, the S&P 500 is composed of 500 companies. Now, they're all large in size, extremely large, some of them. All one category of the stock market, but there's a lot of different companies. Now, some of the larger companies in the index will drive the value of the index up or down um, more largely than some of the smaller ones in the index. But nonetheless, there's still a wide range of companies inside the, fi- in the S&P 500. So when you compare the performance of that index to only six stocks, no matter how much research went into it or how random your selection process was, you used a monkey or an app, six individual stocks is taking on a lot more risk than the companies of the S&P 500 index or an S&P 500 index fund. What I'm trying to say is, the riskier your investment strategy, the more performance you should have. Apples and oranges, in other words. Why does stocks usually outperform bonds? Risk. Stocks are more volatile. So investors want to be rewarded for that volatility and that extra risk. It has to, just by definition or just by necessity, have to outperform. 
because Bonds doesn't have as much up and down swings and volatility as that asset class. Small companies, emerging markets, they come with extra risk. So investors want to be rewarded for that extra up and down swings in the market. So again, going back to this app and the six stocks that it gives you, it should be beating the S&P 500, not only because there's something special about the app, but because if you're going to invest and take the risk of only owning six securities, think about that. 15, 20%, you could lose 15, if one of those stocks goes completely bust, and you just divided your money equally in between those stocks, what does that mean? 15, 20% of your money is gone? That wouldn't happen in a short time span. Uh, what's unlikely to happen in a very same short time span when you own 500 different companies. I hope I'm able to articulate this well enough over the radio. Risk-adjusted return is what I've been describing here. So when you're comparing two investments, and you look, you can't just simply look. And I know this is what people have been taught and kind of been brainwashed to think. Go out and get you some good growth stock, mutual funds. Look at the 10, 15 year track record and just roll the dice, boy. Obviously, I'm paraphrasing there. If you know who I'm talking about, you can't just do it on performance because a fund that takes more risk than another fund should be by you know just by how it's designed outperforming the other it's what you're getting for that risk level what you're wanting in theory is the lowest possible risk with the most possible return so you want to make sure you're comparing apples to apples same risk level same asset type same asset class and other ways to describe it you don't want to compare emerging markets and it's good or bad return to blue chip stocks apples and pineapples buddy boy you don't want to compare real estate to treasury bills same thing tomatoes and potatoes ha new acronyms today or whatever the phrase may the phrase for that would be all right this is financial coaching radio hope you learned something about randomness of stock picking and risk adjusted returns i do my best not always the easiest thing to talk about complex topics over the air if you got a question any comments hit me up jason qualls cfp.com you can also click email the show at financialcoachingradio.com that's also a place to listen to the show anytime anywhere there's an archive section very a little bit archaic for today's web world but it's very simple and concise has a date has the title of the show or the main topic of that show find a topic that you want to learn something more about give the show a listen we appreciate you tuning in via podcast or via wgns live radio i'm jason qualls this is financial coaching radio i'm back with you right after this short break financial plan i'm not talking about a worthless binder full of pretty charts and graphs are you certain you're on track to reach all your financial goals A comprehensive financial plan is about so much more than just your IRA and mutual funds. It involves risk management, tax planning, professional investment management, retirement, and estate planning. Make sure your entire financial life is in order by calling me, Jason Qualls, a commission-free certified financial planner at 878-2134 or go to my website, jasonquallscfp.com. We can do just about anything on the internet today. We can get medical advice. 
buy investments. We can even get a wheel for about $15. I know how enticing cheap and easy it can sound, but when you leave loved ones behind, a $15 wheel bought online may not cut it. As a certified financial planner, I strongly recommend that you use an estate planning attorney. Call estate planning attorney John Baker today at 896-5621 or go to his website, bakercouncil.com, so you don't make a $15 decision that could cost your family thousands of dollars. A recent undercover study found that over 89% of paid tax preparers made mistakes. You heard me right, over 89%. Is your tax person making mistakes? Tax mistakes cost you money and may even lead to an IRS audit. I recommend you get a second opinion on your tax return today by calling Tothero Helen Welch CPAs at 848-1072. Tothero Helen Welch has been providing tax services to individuals and businesses for over 50 years. So call them today at 848-1072 or go to thwcpa.com. I keep you cutting, picking fingers out my collar. Welcome back into the show. We're with you every Monday through Friday, four o'clock, right here on WGNS. As mentioned before, online anytime at financialcoachingradio.com. I'm Jason Qualls, certified financial planner, one of the only independent commission-free financial advisors in Rutherford County. Had an interesting topic come up recently. A really topic, more of a just a an industry question or an industry uh, normalcy for the folks that have larger than most investable assets. What I mean by that is your IRA or your 401k is above average. And above average in this area, I would say, if it's greater than 500000 or certainly greater than a million. And if you get greater than 2 and $3 million total, uh, you get up there in some significant... Um, uh, some significant financial advisor costs potentially because most advisors charge a percentage. Now, I tell you, you know, there's nothing wrong with a percentage. Just make sure that percentage is not too high. Now, there's conflicts of interest that paying your advisor a percentage of your investable assets creates. That's for another show. What I'm talking about is if, if there's not a way to kind of standardize your fees or what you're paying your advisor you got to think about that for a moment let's give an example now all things being equal to 60 year old clients with unique situations not unique similar situations married you know first marriage for both children together or not to you know no children at all uh you know basically have their largest asset be their work retirement plan and or their ira a few other smaller retirement accounts, and they own their home. It's a typical American family that you know that isn't kind of running behind and trying to figure out a way to budget and get out of debt. Those folks you would consider in many instances on their way to financial independence or already financial independent. And you get up into these larger accounts, and you're paying. You know, the average advisor percentage fee is one percent, and a lot of advisors in this area charge more than that. Now, as you get larger and larger in your account size, depending on who you're working with, the percentage may come down. But where do you draw the line is my point. If the advisor's fee is $20,000 a year to manage $2 million, and if you get $3 million, it's twenty-five dollars or $30,000. Let's just go with $20,000 to manage 
uh, $2 million, 30000 for example, to manage $4 million. I'm just making up numbers here. don't even know what the percentage of, of the second one is. You know, do, to manage, with someone with $2 million versus $4 million that has the exact same or a very similar financial and personal situation, is it really worth $10,000 more? And I know we're talking big numbers here, but you could equate it down to your own situation. Doesn't there, doesn't there need to be a cap that, you know, this is the amount of work, the, the most work I could do in any particular one year for a client. I may have... 10 hours or 20 hours or 30 hours or 40 hours into this client, when do I draw the line between what is fair and what is immoral, if not unethical, or certainly not fiduciary? And we're all living in a capitalist society. Not saying you can't make as much as you want, but there's a point where overcharging just for over, just because you can, it's kind of a gray area. Kind of doesn't sit well with me. I wonder how it sits with you. Now, I don't think you should uh, demand your advisor to cut their costs below reason. I don't think if, if an advisor charges $4,000 to manage a million bucks and you have $5 million that they should maybe manage that for $4,000, I don't know if that's right, but what is the limit? I don't know, up for a discussion. If you're paying a financial advisor, make sure they're independent. Make sure they're fee only. Make sure they are a certified financial planner. I can't tell you the times that I give second opinions on financial products, investment advice, and the bad advice that comes from advisor who are, advisors who aren't those three things I just mentioned. And then when you get into paying your advisor, that's fee-only, independent, and CFP, don't pay them too much. That's subjective, I know. But you have to, you have to wrestle with, okay, especially when you have a larger, above-average account, what is too much? What is more than fair? And I think your advisor, if they're worth anything, care about your relationship and actually strive to do what's in their client's best interest, they will welcome that conversation. All right, switching gears now. If you got a question, hit me up online, financialcoachingradio.com. If you do any search on insurance these days, I don't know how these things come about. You know, I read a lot of financial articles for my business, a lot of financial articles for the show. And anytime you search insurance today and you're looking at news articles, for about every state, there's an article about who has the best car insurance. For every state, there's an article who has the cheapest car insurance. Same thing with home insurance, state by state. I don't know if they just if these couple websites just haul off and go, you know what, we don't have anything to write about. Let's start writing about uh, car and home insurance in all 50 states. And we'll do cheap and best. And that gives us basically 400 things to write about. <laughs> I don't know. So, but I come across these and I've never found one that I don't believe that ever was applicable to our state. Who has the best cheap car insurance in Tennessee? Well, can you be the best and be the cheapest? I don't know. Let's see. Who has the best? Car insurance in Tennessee, Tennessee is pretty affordable. The average driver paying about $760 for coverage per year. If you're wondering why we talk about insurance planning on Financial Coaching Radio, you get in a car accident, kill someone, you die prematurely, you get disabled, you can't work, you don't have enough cash, and you have an emergency come up, you get sick, and you don't have health insurance, or you get sued, and you don't have enough liability or umbrella protection. You need long-term health care, and you don't have enough assets and or another way through insurance planning to pay for it. 
what you gonna do when the bad boys come for you? It's risk management. If you want to be successful in your financial plan, and for yourself and for your family, you want to ensure that your financial plan happens no matter with what happens to you. That's why risk management and insurance planning is the foundation. But anyway, car insurance in Tennessee affordable. If you're looking for the best affordable coverage in Tennessee, start with USAA or Farm Bureau. And maybe that's true. I think our independent agent here on Financial Coaching Radio may have something to do. I think it varies. But who, who knows? You won't know until you shop yourself. Who has the best keep cheap car insurance? Consumer Reports compiled data. They said USAA was up there, Tennessee Farmers, and then State Farm. Now, these are people with higher credit scores. Uh, you get on up a look. It's really the same three here. Maybe it's an ad for USAA and Farm Bureau. Uh, for drivers with poor credit scores, Farmers is up there. Geico gets on that list. So I think here's a way to disregard these types of articles, unless you're just truly bored and you want to read them. I think here's a way that if you want to dis- disregard whether or not uh, you have the best deal, the best company, you got to understand a couple different things about insurance. The first thing you need to understand is I don't care what the name of the company is. I don't care how funny or entertaining their commercials are. I don't care who that you know works or is an agent for that company. It doesn't matter. If the company has been around for a significant amount of time and they are rated by the independent rating agencies of A, they have an A rating, and you have the ability to shop as many carriers as you can with an independent agent for your home insurance, your auto insurance, your life insurance, your liability and umbrella insurance, you do it. And you get the coverage that you need that your CFP recommends for your situation at the best price. It's not about the name of the company. Because I don't know about you, I've, I've shopped around for auto insurance for it's going on 20 years now. I've worked with independent agents for the most part of all of that time. And whoever gives me the best deal with an A-rated company is where I'm moving to, and the companies mentioned in this article weren't always that attractive. You know, Farm Bureau was for a point, but then the company's ebb and flow. Who's cheaper for me this year may not be cheaper for me next year. That is the crucial point. All types of insurance. You want your guy or girl who is setting you up with insurance to represent many a-rated companies. That way, they can get you the best deal going in and keep the best deal for you long term by shopping around. Risk management is a vital part of financial planning. Don't believe me? Look it up. If you're looking to learn more about me, you go to jasonwallscfp.com. That's J-A-S-O-N-Q-U-A-L-L-S-C-F-P.com. I'm back with you right after this short break. Jump in with a question. Click email the show at financialcoachingradio.com. Why don't you come with me, little girl, on a magic carpet ride? You don't know what we can see. Why don't you tell your dreams to me? Fantasy will set you free. Between car payments, repairs, and the price at the pump, it can feel like your car is going to drive you out of house and home. Fortunately, Donegal Insurance Group can make keeping your car on the road more affordable. That's because for safe drivers, Donegal delivers rates that are among the lowest in the state. To find out how much you can save, call your neighborhood Donegal agent today. To save on your auto insurance, call us at Middle Tennessee Insurance Group at 615-898-9000. 
800-998-0053. How much are your investments costing you each year? Most people don't have a clue. Why is this extremely important? Because overpaying by just 1% a year in fees and expenses can reduce your account balance at retirement by 28%. You heard me right. 28% less at retirement. I'm commission-free, certified financial planner, Jason Qualls. I don't sell financial products. I don't accept commissions or kickbacks from investment companies. Give me a call today for a free unbiased investment review at 878-2134 or visit my website, jasonquallscfp.com. Buying a house is stressful and so is shopping for a mortgage. Take my advice and get a second opinion on the mortgage for your new home or your refinance. Not all banks and mortgage companies are created equal. Trust me on this. Call my friend Marshall Sparkman with Franklin Synergy Bank at 615-439-0885. Great team, great process, and the best rates. Marshall Sparkman with Franklin Synergy Bank at 615-439-0885. Close your eyes, girl. Look inside, girl. Let the sound take you away. Give you the truth about personal plans. This is Financial Coaching Radio. No books to sell. Not pushing any live event tickets or financial products. I'll leave that to the other shows. I'm your host, Jason Qualls, Certified Financial Planner. For all about me, go to jasonquallscfp.com. For those of you who um, wonder why I say in those comments in the intro, and it's always to the second segment, it's because like you, I assume that you're listening to this show not only because you're just so enamored by my voice. Just kidding. You listen to the show because you're interested in learning more about personal finance. You're interested in, in just the subject matter. You know, Some people are, some people aren't. And like you, I listened to, at one point, a lot of financial talk radio. And I was like, you know, in the beginning, I was kind of just soaking it up, you know, all in. I would listen, man, I didn't know that. And I didn't know that. And man, that's cool. I wish someone would have taught me that when I was younger. I'd, I'd be a lot better off. But as I listened more and more and I got a little more mature, I started to figure out what the point was of the show. The point of the show, like in anything people do for a living, is to make money. But some people do what they do to serve first. I'm talking about truly serve. It's not claim they do it. They do what they do to serve first. And if they make money, they make money. Uh, and not that uh, you know, it's that black and white forever, but that's how I feel about the show here. You know, if the show takes off and earns me $10 billion, so be it. If the show doesn't make me a dime, so be it. That's not why I started the show. I started the show to help people. I started the show to be informative. I started the show because I felt strong that people need to know the information, uh, the hidden agenda that's out there from other financial shows. But by listening, after I, I, I stopped with, all, with being naive, I started to learn that these shows had an agenda. It wasn't about giving me information because some of the information I learned later on was inaccurate. I learned that some of the information was just too simple, you know, not comprehensive enough, not individualistic enough. And that's how things work in the real world. You can't just water it all down to market it to the masses. Well, you can. It doesn't mean that's appropriate and what's correct. But beyond that, the agenda was to sell a service, a service of someone else, an advertiser, or to sell uh, a book or an event ticket. In other words, it was pushing an agenda to make the host as much money as possible. 
And there's nothing wrong with that. But I don't look at that as a serve first mentality. Because if you want to push your agenda as in the most effective way possible, sell as many books as possible, sell as many tickets as possible, push your 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 partners' businesses as much as possible, you, you kind of gotta get this this following down where whatever you say goes. You kinda almost gotta brainwash people. I'm not saying that's what's happening, but you know when the information is so watered down and marketed to the masses that in some instances it does a disservice to the listeners all to sell more books and more tickets. I just can't operate that way. So I want you to be aware that you know any financial show, and people may think my show has an agenda. I'd argue your point, and I love to argue. Uh, I guess my you know, my agenda is what I what I believe it is, but you may have a different opinion, and that's cool. I'd love to hear it. Click email the show at financialcoachingradio.com. But I'm not up here. I've never been up here you know, t- talking about my book or my family member's next book or my guest's next book and how we need to run out and buy the book because it's going to be a New York Times bestseller. And, and people can do whatever they want. But is the information on the show valid? You know, is it honest is it respectful of the listener is it telling them the truth leading them in the right direction instead of just trying to capture as many people's attention as possible there is a great business model of way to do things and that's fine that's what those shows do but there is a way to do things where it may not be always as entertaining it may not be as easily marketed to the masses but the information being provided is accurate it is real world like and that's what a financial coaching radio tries and strives to be. Uh, listen to the show anytime, anywhere at financialcoachingradio.com. I'm your host, Jason Qual, certified financial planner, one of the only, that's right, only independent, commission-free, certified financial planners in the area. Check out Jason Qual's CFP.com. you got to give me a fight. Hi, this is Gabriel Fancher with Reliant Realty. Are you thinking about selling your home? Do you know what your home is worth? Call me at Reliant Realty to find out. 615-445-5073. That's 615-445-5073. Or go online right now and find out at www.homevalue615.com. Again, that's www.homevalue615.com. Call me at Reliant Realty. 615-445-5073. When you work with an independent insurance agent, you put the power of choice to work for you. Independent agents know several companies and their coverages, which means more options. And because companies like Donegal Insurance Group use the independent agent system, you not only get quality insurance, you also save money. The independent insurance agent system. Discover the power of choice. Make Middle Tennessee Insurance Group your choice. Call today for your hassle-free quote at 615-898-0053. Would you like your business to be more efficient? Well-organized financial records are the foundation of any successful business. Taking advantage of your competition today by calling Tothero Helen Welch CPAs at 848-1072. They can provide you with expert bookkeeping, payroll services, tax planning, and much, much more. Go to thwcpa.com or call them at 848-1072. 
today. Welcome back, my loyal listeners of Financial Coaching Radio. And I was just thinking, you know, has the political environment changed? Has the investing world changed? How are you feeling about the investing world? I know your investments are up and you made a bunch of money. Some of you weren't too scared. You jumped out of the market at the wrong time and never got back in. Many of you listening probably did that. Well, is that market's at an all-time high or near all-time highs? Uh, and even if it comes off its all-time high, it's still a great couple years, great last decade. But I think the rhetoric in the news has changed. They know they can't freak you out about the stuff they used to freak you out about. So they all they want to freak you out about the economy, the next recession, the next terrible president, or the terrible current president. That's all I seem to hear. It's not anything of substance these days. It's all fear-mongering. And whatever side you sit on politically, uh, you probably have a uh, very uneasy feeling about uh, these aspects of your financial life. And if you're not uh, sitting anywhere specifically politically, you probably feel a little bit better. And I think that's the way to be. As an investor, you got to do what's worked for you, works worked for many over the last hundred years. Tried and true investment strategies tailored to you, low-cost investing. That's what I believe in. That's what I do. All right, I'm out of here for today. I appreciate you listening today and every day. Be back at you tomorrow, same time, same channel. Check out the next local shows on WGNS. I'll see you then.